Welcome back, everyone, to episode number two of the Wedding Blueprint Podcast, the place where we turn wedding dreams into reality. As always, I'm your host and friendly neighborhood wedding DJ, spending the records and the advice to making your big day truly unforgettable. Today, we're diving into the top 10 tips of wedding success from your DJ's perspective. That's right, it's time to go behind the booth and into the mind of the DJ. As someone who's had the privilege of being part of many wonderful weddings, I want to share what I've learned to help you create a dance floor that nobody wants to leave. In our first episode, we discussed the essential preliminary steps of DJ hiring, such as interviewing your potential DJ, making sure they abide by industry standards, and the absolute must-do of getting your agreement in writing. If you haven't tuned into that one yet, I suggest you go and give it a listen before we move forward. Now, we're going to expand on that foundation and talk about the key elements to ensure your wedding DJ truly strikes the right chord. We'll discuss why it's important to allow your DJ, yes, even when it's me, some creativity, and why pre-wedding meeting two weeks prior to make the world of difference. Ever thought of having your DJ to rehearsal? We'll dive into why this can elevate your wedding day experience. Plus, I'll share with you some insider tips about the art of guest dynamics. For instance, did you know that during your wedding, your guests will naturally gravitate to wherever you are, be it on the dance floor or the bar? We'll also explore some often overlooked details such as dance floor placement and DJ placement, both of which can significantly impact the energy of your party. And finally, the question many of you might be wondering about, to tip or not to tip your DJ? So put on your dancing shoes and get ready to groove as we spin the tracks to a perfect wedding celebration. You're tuned into the Wedding Blueprint Podcast, episode number two, 10 Tips to Wedding Success from Your DJ's Perspective. One crucial tip to ensure wedding success from your DJ's perspective is to meet them before you book. This step is not merely a formality, but can pave the way for a smooth and enjoyable wedding party. Getting to know your DJ allows you to gauge their personality and understand their work style. It's an opportunity for a two-way conversation. You can ask all the burning questions that you have about your big day, and they can understand your specific needs, music tastes, and wedding vision. This communication helps alleviate any concerns or anxieties that can inevitably crop up during the hectic wedding planning phase. But what if an in-person meeting isn't feasible? No worries at all. We live in an era where technology bridges gaps. A phone call or a virtual meeting can work wonders. Not only can these provide a platform for more personal conversation, but they can also give you a chance to hear their voice, gauge their energy, and see if they could be a good fit for setting the vibe on your special day. However, while interacting with your DJ, pay close attention to the conversation. Is it a dialogue or a monologue? Does the DJ show genuine interest in your needs, asking insightful questions, and strive to comprehend your desires? Or do they seem to be more interested in talking about themselves? focusing on a me, me, me narrative. Remember, a good DJ is one who listens before they play. They should be as interested in getting to know you and your preferences as they are in sharing their experiences and expertise. After all, it's your big day, and the music should be a reflection of you, not them. Tip number two, ensure your DJ abides by industry standards and business practices. As we discussed in the previous episode, ensure that your DJ is not merely a temporary or unreliable figure. Make certain that they abide by the standards of the industry, carry appropriate licenses and insurances, 
and acquire their music from authorized sources to avoid violations in copyright laws. The music must be legally sourced. Remember, platforms such as iTunes, Amazon Music, and Spotify do not offer licenses for public performances and therefore are not legal options. Also, confirm that your DJ has backup measures in place, providing security in the event that the unforeseen issues arise. Tip number three, always make sure you have a written agreement. Picture your big day, the wedding ceremony. Your loved ones are all around you, but the absence of your DJ is conspicuous. Who will set the mood with music? You may find that some DJs who might not consider punctuality a priority, but what if they're a no-show? For your peace of mind, it's crucial to secure a contract from your DJ for your wedding. This contract acts as a guarantee that will, the DJ will attend and specifies their technical requirements. Should anything go awry and you're without a written contract, you'd lack any legal safety net. So number two is always get a contract. Tip number four is give your DJ some creative freedom. Selecting a DJ who can cater to your music tastes and preferences is paramount. However, it isn't necessary to restrict them with long list of song requests. Instead, provide them with a short list of about 10 to 20 songs that you absolutely want to hear. This approach gives your DJ a sense of style and the vibe that you're aiming for. Then, grant them the autonomy to fill the rest of the set. They are professionals and have a knack for reading the room. They can tap into the musical desires of your guests, selecting tracks that keep the energy high and encourage everyone to hit the dance floor. This balance of your chosen songs and the DJ's expertise creates a more enjoyable, dynamic atmosphere and ensures your guests have a fantastic time dancing the night away. So again, tip number four was to give your DJ some creative freedom. Tip number five, schedule a meeting two weeks before the event. In order to ensure smooth sailing on your wedding day, it's advisable to arrange a meeting with your DJ a fortnight in advance. This pre-attemptive step offers ample time for the DJ to address any potential questions or issues that could arise prior to the event. It also provides an opportunity for your DJ to help iron out any last-minute snags, ensuring everything is in place for your special day. This way, any potential missteps can be rectified beforehand, promising an exquisite and hassle-free celebration. So again, tip number five, meet with your DJ at least two weeks before the event. Now for tip number six, involve your DJ in the rehearsal, if feasible. As the day draws closer for you to take that momentous walk down the aisle, it's advised to conduct a rehearsal prior to the wedding. If you haven't engaged the services of a wedding coordinator, your DJ can potentially provide helpful insights. Although their contract primarily pertains to the wedding day itself, they may be open to attending the rehearsal. This gives them the chance to familiarize themselves with the reception layout and better understand the overall vibe of the event. Companies like Havasu Wedding Entertainment, when available, go a step further by bringing sound systems to the rehearsal. This allows you and your wedding party to practice your entrance with music, helping you to get the timing just right for the actual day. Incorporating your DJ in the rehearsal could enhance the flow and coordination of your special occasion. So tip number six, involve your DJ in your rehearsal when possible. Tip number seven, your guests are where you are. Okay friends, so here's a little trick for your big day. You know how at parties, people tend to gather wherever the host is? 
That's going to be the same for you on your wedding day. People will naturally follow you around, so use it to your advantage. Think about it. If you're hanging out at the bar all night long, guess where everyone else will be? Exactly, at the bar. But if you're tearing it up on the dance floor, your guests are going to want to join in the fun. Plus, it makes a photographer's or videographer's job a breeze. They'll know exactly where to focus to get the best shots. It's a win-win. So again, tip number seven, your guests are where you are. Tip number eight is dance floor placement. The dance floor is like the heart of the party at your wedding. It's where everyone will gather to groove and enjoy, and it's also the stage for all those key wedding rituals, like your first dance, dances with parents, and the bouquet and garter toss. You'd want it in a place where everyone can have a clear view so that they don't miss any precious moments, and yet it's close enough so that they can feel connected to family during these special times. So my suggestion is to position the dance floor strategically. The perfect spot would be somewhere easily accessible, preferably right in front of the head table. This way, everyone gets a front row view of the action, and they can join in the fun whenever they're ready. So tip number eight, dance floor placement. Tip number nine is DJ placement. So here's the deal with the DJ spot at your wedding. You want the DJ to be right at the thick of things. They need to be able to see all the action, everyone dancing like there's no tomorrow, folks nodding along to the music, and even those just chilling at their tables, enjoying their drinks. Why, you ask? Well, a DJ isn't just playing music. They're reading the room, feeding off the crowd's energy, and keeping the party going. So you'd want a DJ to be as close to the dance floor as possible, with a clear view of everything. It helps them do their job better, and trust me, it makes your wedding a lot more fun. So that was tip number nine, DJ placement. Tip number 10 is to tip or not to tip. Here's the deal. You're not expected to tip if their performance doesn't impress you or if it's just mediocre. You don't need to fork out extra dough for a lackluster show, right? But if they knock your socks off with their work and provide excellent service, you might want to consider tipping them. A tip between 10 to 20% of their fee is a good ballpark if you decide to go down that route. Ultimately though, it's your call whether or not to tip. But here's a pro tip. Delegate the task of tipping to someone else. Things can get crazy during these events, and the last thing you want to worry about is whether you remember to bring cash for the tip. Give someone reliable, such as your wedding coordinator, to handle this. So all you've got to focus on is having a good time creating beautiful memories, and laughing your head off instead of stressing out about money matters. So tip number 10 was tip your DJ, or should I say, to tip or not to tip. And this wraps up another episode of The Wedding Blueprint. I hope you're walking away with some fresh ideas and insight for your big day. To revisit any of my podcasts, or to drop me a line with your burning questions, head over to theweddingblueprintpodcast.com. And while you're there, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe for more wedding wisdom, and share the love with your friends who are also on their wedding planning journey. Remember, from first dance to last call, I've got your wedding covered. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, keep the love and the music going.